Hello and welcome to the Northern Monkeys Football Show. We are back as a foursome uh, at the normal time as well. Uh, Nuttall has made an effort this week. Hello, Nuttall. Can you please not describe us as a, as a foursome again? Foursome's <laughs> acceptable. You've ever foursomes in golf, don't they, and things like that. It's, it's an well, acceptable term. What? what on the course? <laughs> well, maybe in some, some courses. I don't know. Oh, club ends up their asses. <laughs> Are they allowed to do that during lockdown? Or do you have to have a special dispensation? Well, that's to, the beauty uh, of a golf club, I suppose. Yeah. You're at yeah, a distance. Yeah. What, forced organisation? <laughs> I don't think it's forced. Well, anyway, let's move on. This is a very Northern Monkeys way to start a show. Um, we've got plenty to talk about this week. Uh, managerial changes, some refereeing decisions, um, which Wayne will enjoy, I'm sure. Um, I, I'm not all here as well, as you hear Wayne and Ordinary, as you heard their jokes about uh, just having sex on the golf course. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Um... Well, there's plenty happened this weekend, but we are going to start with a game at Chelsea uh, where not much happened, um, nil-nil. Uh, we are going to start with the referee incident first of all and then mention anything we can think of from the game. Um, so the, the VR controversy on this one was that hudson Adoy touched the ball with his hand. Um, I can't remember whether that's Jack Will referee. Uh, anyway, it was told to look at it by VAR, went up to the monitor and decided against giving a penalty to Manchester United. Um, Manchester United were very unhappy. Chelsea were very happy after the game. Uh, start with the referee, Angle, Wayne. Um, what were your thoughts on the incident? Well, the ball came over, and Hudson Odoi weren't that. He appeared to hit his hand in the area. His hand's up here. He's had a little bit of movement of the hand towards the ball. I don't particularly understand... Why it wasn't handball? Maybe, maybe I'm missing something here. Breaking uh, news: Wayne disagrees with referee. <laughs> yeah. Could you could you think of any reason why why that wouldn't be given? I guess I can't. I just want to put again. We asked you this all the time, Wayne. As a referee, from a referee's point of view, is there anything you could think he's seen there that it sh- why it shouldn't be a penalty? Because for me, it was a penalty all day long. My only assumption is that. Um, they were going to have a foursome at half time. And, <laughs> and I've heard Wayne say before, this is not to work with foursomes, by the way. I've heard Wayne say before that he has not given decisions because of the controversy that could surround it. Right. He's also, and, and obviously that's basically what the manual players have said that that referee, whoever he were, that referee has said to them. He's not given it because of, it might be it might be controversial. Uh, so the the rules, denied, though, aren't they? The supposed well, they're not going to fucking admit. Yeah. It. He's not going to admit it, is he? Yeah. If he said think, if he said it or not, but I think it's like fresh from Mike Dean situation. I, I, I can't see, it. well, particularly we... in, the, in in this in the way it is now. The handball rule. Uh, some of the handballs they've given. Mm. With VAR to not give that one, I just, I just can't get my head around it. I can't, I can't understand why they've not given that penalty. No, no, I agree. Uh, but when I mean with Mike Dean, I mean with, mm. with death threats and things like that from controversy. Although that were, I'd say that were worse. Um, you you think they're being, being a bit more, bit more cautious with the decisions? Yeah. 
maybe. Possibly. Uh, it shouldn't rules be. Rules. It's possible. Yeah, no, rules agree. are rules. I agree. Wayne knows this. 100% penalty. I, I thought. Do, uh, do you agree yeah. that's what he's probably done, Wayne? He's probably thought this might be a little bit too controversial. I'm just not going to give it. I'm going to stick with my foursome idea. I think that's probably my life. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, the game itself, not all, was a pretty poor game of football. Not much they all have been. They all have been with big, big, with big clubs this season, haven't they? So every yeah. game with big clubs have been crap. Uh, yeah. So we've got Manchester Derby to look forward to on Sunday. It's at, I don't think it's Saturday or Sunday actually, but um, yeah, just I don't, I don't think either looked bad really. They just mm. they just kept ball. They never really had a go at each other. They just looked they looked pretty without doing it, didn't they? Yeah, we get we get this on sometimes, don't we? Some some seasons we'll have games between the top five or six where they go crazy, and we, have, we end up with five threes and five twos and. Six ones, and then other seasons like this one, it appears we just don't be a shitload of nil nils, and the big games turn out to be just ball boring affairs. Yeah, they're too tact- tactically aware and following uh, bite book. There's no, mm. there's a bit more caginess, isn't there, in these kind of games now nah, mm. rather than. Uh, but yeah, you do you do see a lot less, I'd say, uh, high scoring games with with top. Four, six clubs now. Uh, the only one I can think were Leicester, Man City. Were that this season? Ah, uh, yeah, we're no, Leicester, 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 early on five two or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Spurs, and obviously Spurs, Man U. Uh, but again, they're they're well down leagues. So I don't know if you can class them really. No. Well, yeah. At the time, those two results look like massive results, and now look where Man U are compared to Spurs, and look where City have gone on to since then. Uh, the really outlying results of season, really. Um, Wayne, Man U are 12 points off the top, but six points clear of fifth. They look pretty, in terms of league, they look they look pretty much set for a boring, comfortable top four finish, don't they? But obviously not challenging fi- title. Yeah, as we mentioned before, I don't think the first half of that start is kind of irrelevant. They're never going to chase yeah. it out. Um, I think it's the second half of it that's important to them. Um, and they, they do look. I don't, I don't think I want to say boring, but definitely not exciting. But they look comfortable, hmm. and that's literally the best compliment you can offer them at the minute. I'd, I'd happily finish second in any division and be boring. I mean, not all luck because they want manager sacked. But the point is, I know that's where it was going. He's also the results. Can't really argue with him. For Man U, though. As a club of them, we're probably not. They're probably not happy with being boring and finishing second. I, I agree that it's progress on where they've been, hmm. um, but they're probably not happy with it. I'd, I'd say the the question actually, the, the, uh, most people have seen the debate between Jamie Redknapp and Roy Keane, and whilst they were, whilst they were, oh, it was brilliant. While we were discussing Tottenham, it raised questions about Man U squad hmm. for me because we were talking about which player would get in this squad, which player would get in that squad. And the other, and the only team I could think where Spurs players would get in is actually at Man U, despite mm. the fact they're second in the league. The, the, other than Kane and Son, obviously, which should get in basically any squad. But I think um, it, it, it made you add a look at the other clubs around Liverpool, the strongest eleven. I don't mm. think many at Spurs would get in. Obviously, Man City, they definitely wouldn't. At, at Man U, I think they, they probably would. 
be players throughout the squad mm. that could get that could play play Manu's squad and improve it. And I think that tells you a bit about about Manu's squad, despite the fact they are second and comfortably second. I think I think Keane was right what he was saying, but for the yeah, moment, I agree. I, I I agreed with what he was saying. It was the, the comments mm. he was making about like Alderweireld, and he was saying, you know, he, he wouldn't get into Manu's squad. Uh, so so he, was, he weren't good enough just because he was international that make him a top quality player, which is correct. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think he, he probably would get into that Manu squad ahead of Lindelof. Yeah. But that's that's the problem is that Manu's defence isn't good enough. Alderweireld isn't going to really improve that. It's going to be Alderweireld wouldn't get in a full strength Liverpool. He wouldn't get it in a full strength no. full strength City. I dare say he won't get in a full strength Chelsea. But he probably still would get in a full strength Manu. That's sort of what I'm. Because, yeah, because Manu are missing that extra centre back. Yeah. The partner uh, Maguire. Um, so yeah, yeah. But, but we were right, we were saying. I mean, just because you are playing international football doesn't mean you're playing a game. Well, it did, it, did, it did say anybody that's not playing international football <laughs> is crap, which was probably <laughs> untrue. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, you're really right. I'm, I'm not that good at football, and I'm an international call-up in years, so he's probably right on that front. And you're eligible for Wales, Wayne, so that's, you know, that says something. How dare you? <laughs> 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 yeah, I didn't, on that one. No, uh, I enjoyed that Jimmy Redknapp tried taking Roy Keane at Roy Keane's game. I don't know why he did that. Roy, he's, Jimmy Redknapp's just meant to be the nice guy. Why are you trying to take Roy Keane on? It just seemed really stupid. He's brilliant, he, Roy Keane. Yeah. He turned into Harry, didn't he? Uh, <laughs> turned, you could see how angry we were getting as well. Yeah. He yeah. was getting really angry, weren't he? Yeah. Well, it gives me the fucking amp. That's what I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant! And I'm 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 a big fan of that. I don't, I don't particularly agree with Roy Keane on many things, but I have him on every single thing I watch. I think it's just brilliant just to wind people up, and you just need that sometimes. I enjoyed it. Um, on Chelsea, not all. Two shows still unbeaten. Um, still, we have a big shout at top four. Um, he's still getting his feet. I wonder if that's why it was such a boring game. Two still learning about his squad, understanding it. I'm not sure about me. I think they've looked pretty unspectacular mm. in every game that he's took charge of so far. I know they've improved. They're finding that little bit of consistency that they didn't have under um, Lampard. But I don't. I don't. I don't. I just don't think they're that good. I don't. I don't they don't look that good under mm. Tuchel yet. Well, they should be with the players they've got. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't play it for them. So <laughs> yeah. Fair point. Um, yeah, we're going to move on because there's not much to talk about that game. So we're going to move on because it was a terrible game of football. Um, Arsenal-Leicester. Um, this is one, a very surprising result, I think, on when we did the show on Friday, on Thursday night. Me, Odin and Wayne, I'm pretty certain we all predicted a Leicester win. Um, I think we're all pretty comfortable at a Leicester win. Um, we, should, we should probably not talk about our predictions because they were god-awful this week. So uh, Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. move on to that part. Um, no one saw this result. Definitely not. The, the only uh, thing I will say is I think Arsenal have always sort of had a... They're sort of Leicester's bogey team, aren't they? I remember back to 15-16, Leicester only lost three games that season and Arsenal did double of them. Yeah. They, they, they always tend to beat them, don't they? I, hmm. I, I agree, on paper, Leicester should have won that game. But 
the, 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 every, every club has that one team that seems to beat them, and uh, I think Arsenal tend to beat Leicester. Yeah, we'll see Arsenal in a minute. Uh, coming back from one goal down, I know it's. I know Leicester are in issues which we will come on to, but to come that come away from one one nil down against a decent enough team is a sign of actual character for Arsenal. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, you know, um, Leicester missing Madison, and I think he's like we spoke about in recent weeks. I think it was not all that said and all. Um, he's took over from Vardy uh, mm. and and Vardy being main man this season um, but yeah did, uh, that's twice they've done it now this season isn't it? gone 1-0 up and lost the one at home so um, yeah. I don't know the other game but I'm going to assume it was Leeds yeah. <laughs> I assume so yeah. they may have done it more than twice but they've definitely done it twice <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, just and, and going out at Europa League on Thursday and all, it's uh, mm. uh, it's a blip at minute, but if it continues, obviously, then uh, they're going to have last season's uh, memories flaring up, aren't they? So two 0 in a live game. Sorry, just inter- interjecting there. Everybody who's already knows the result. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked again talked about Leicester on the from the last show win about how you, I think we all agreed that they could, they should be pushing for Europa League to win the Europa League and then get in the Champions League they've lost two two games in a row one takes them out of the Europa League and the other one puts them not in danger yet but on the verge of being in danger dropping out of top four still 1-0 in the live game <laughs> fuck's yeah, sake <laughs> pretty tight that um <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the last show, despite the fact we recorded it at the time that the game was going on, I still predicted the Leicester would win that, and they've been <laughs> next round, and they've gone screwed us over. Um, so thanks for that. But it's still going to be their goal to get into um, top four. However, if they don't finish in top four, it's probably still a successful season for them if they're going to finish fifth or sixth. Not what they, they finished fifth last season. It's still a successful season for them. Mm. If it just, happens again, they get they then get start getting the reputation of being a nearly team, and or they're always nearly going to be there. And then you stop being able to attract as good a players. You know, assuming you're offering similar money to Rails, yeah, because they're the team that nearly makes it. But they aren't. They aren't currently an established Champions League team. So being considered a nearly team is kind of disrespectful to them because they're still getting into Europa League, which is a big achievement for them. I know they want to be one of the top four for years to come, but it, it, I don't think, asking a Leicester fan, they would be heartbroken by not achieving that. I think you would be delighted if you did achieve it. And if you, as long as you got into, into European competition, you'd sort of look at it and go, all right, not exactly what we wanted, but it's still an achievement and we've still got European football next season. I don't I do think it. the way they, the way they recruit Champions League football versus Europa League football isn't going to the be all end all of the players they recruit because they've got a brilliant system of recruiting. You know these. You, know, you say that, but you could, they could they could recruit a, a slightly higher caliber of that type of yeah, player yeah, if yeah, they made the Champions League, and then that's yeah. where the progress comes in. It, I think yeah. that's what we're going to yeah. look for. I agree with the sentiment of what you're saying. 
Yeah, I, I, definitely. Cutty young ones get burnt, but I, I think they're at the situation where they're not necessarily uh, seeing themselves as established Champions League uh, participants. Not yet, anyway. If this carries on for another two, three years where they keep getting Europa League, then their fans might be slightly more disappointed. But I, I think as long as they get European football, it's an achievement for them. Of course, obviously, they want Champions League football. Everyone does it top in the uh, Prem. Uh, and Leeds. Well, I like it. I like it. But man, the championship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you want to play Tuesday nights in Europe. I want to avoid playing Tuesday nights in Lincoln. <laughs> I, I think it's an issue of where they are for two seasons in a row. They're not. Go, they've not just come close. They were nailed on for Champions League last year. Absolutely nailed on, and they managed to throw it away. This season, as things stand, what are they five or six points clear? You're looking like them. The City, Man U and Leicester are the three you're saying should be in the Champions League as things stand. If they throw... It's not necessarily the fact that they haven't got in Champions League, but if they throw away such good positions two years in a row, that's where the issue comes. I, I see what you're saying about all Europe, all Europe is, is the important part, and to an extent I agree with that. But if they would have been seventh at Christmas and then everything goes from... It's, they've come, it's where they are and where they could drop to that is the problem. Like I said, I'm, I'm confident you've made a valid argument there. However, the only thing I can think of is, why does Laxit have a 1970s packet of ready-salted crisps on his radiator? Because <laughs> that's what it appears to be. It's uh, the package for the footy towel that I got for the Rotherham podcast. Oh, tell us oh, more. There you go. Maybe one as well. Uh, the only reason it's not stuck up is because when I did the Rotherham podcast last night, and then when I finished, as soon as I finished, it fell down. So that's the only reason it's not hung up on the wall. You really should be using your little podcast then by now, Lexi. It's a bit of a waste of time having it if you're not going to use it. Sort your internet out. <laughs> the internet? What was the internet? It fell off the wall. No, for your den downstairs. Oh, he's, got a, he's got a massive uh, DSL cable now. Uh, I have got a massive cable, but it's quite cold down there. Oh, um, grow up. <laughs> it's mad. Give it it. Man up. It's cold. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, yes. Um, on Arsenal at all, we'll come back to them briefly. Um, it was their three of sort of the older guard that saved them. Louise, Lacazette, Pepe, where it's been Saka and people like that recently. It's a good sign that Arteta's getting them to help out, basically, I suppose. Or get back to some sort of... No. Nah. Okay. They have these one-off <laughs> performances, don't they? They do it every yeah. now and again. They just pop up and these these players will put on a Pe- Nicholas Pepe fucking hell massive waste of 74 million quid he scored a goal against Leicester probably on that yeah exactly it costs it costs a lot of money it should be should, on the face of it, it should be much better than what he is he's, he's shit mm-hmm. Pepe is shit that's why Ars- he's one of the reasons Arsenal are 10th or wherever they are because they've recruited poorly when they have spent money uh, I agree William I think everybody knew what they were going to get from Willian. He's a good player, but he'll not play that many games because of his age. Uh, and Lacazette's not really a regular scorer. It's, but, but on the day, they're all good players, mm. uh, which is why Arsenal will have these days where they will beat teams and everybody will say, oh, Arsenal are good. They're, they're on the way back. And they're not. Consistently, no. they're not. So, I agree. Mid-table Probably. fodder. Europa League's massive for them, though, isn't it? If they can have a run and potentially win the Europa League, who knows? 
I don't think they will, but you know. Yeah, the uh, they were lucky, weren't they, last time out? Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, he's uh, he's got a few trophies under his belt already, hasn't he? Arteta, so. Uh, if if it comes to it though, and it's Arsenal against Man U, Arsenal aren't going to win the Europa League. No, they're not. No, no. I dare say AC Milan, whichever one of them two in Man mm. U and AC Milan, are probably going to be favourites for the tournament. Yeah, mm. Only thing that. I'd only thing I'd argue with with Arsenal, uh, they have still got Aubameyang who could mm. flip the game on its head. They, they, that he's that star player that he'll he, any any game Arsenal go into. Yeah, you can have an idea result wise, but he he could still score. An hat trick at any given mm. moment. So, yeah. I, I, everyone would have to be at the the absolute best and abide my anger. Thing, but yeah, the the this season especially, they're not like I said they're not consistent enough and uh, it's it for the years. They, they haven't been. They ain't got no leaders at Arsenal. That's the, no. one of the big things. They didn't a leader in that side. No, no. no. And like we touched on last week, toxic fan base that doesn't help. Oh well, yeah, things. Agreed. Uh, right, we're going to move on. Uh, West Brom beat Brighton. Um, there's plenty to cover in this game, uh, but we will talk about my favourite stat in the weekend, which is that West Brom's last five home Premier League wins have come under mm. five different managers. Um, I did see that on Twitter, yeah. Good start. So, by rights, what they should do now is sack Sam Allardyce so they can keep <laughs> winning some more. So it's only logical. Um, we'll come up to the biggest in, in, a, in a bit, but Ud, it's a biggish win for West Brom, although they're probably, probably too far away anyway, aren't they? Yeah, they were still battered. Um, <laughs> you, you, can't, you, can't, you can't see them uh, getting too many results like that when... Uh, well, not enough to keep them up anyway if they're performing mm. like that against uh, a side that you could maybe call a rival, but I think it's already done and dusted down there. So, uh, mm. even even with Fulham, uh, whether the go above Newcastle or not, I think I think they'll still finish in bottom three. Uh, but yeah, West Brom. Well, they haven't made 20 the, points yet, they're still on 17, 17 points. Mm. Uh, the, 20, six games in. Yeah, the uh, the the signings they made in January haven't really had impact. You thought they were, they were by by March time anyway. Now mm. we are, and uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, they haven't necessarily got all they want. Do you know what? I feel like although it's not a massive player for Palace, I feel like if they'd have got Benteke, it could have made a massive difference to them, particularly yeah. the way that. Sam Allardyce plays the players he went for could but he didn't get them did he and I, 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 I don't know if that's why hmm. it's not really working when you get Allardyce and you expect to survive and let's be right this game at weekend they shouldn't have won no they shouldn't have won no, that well, game no Brighton missed two penalties in the other end as the other is as well so yeah they should, shouldn't they should have lost just on the penalties that were taken um on West Brom way, and the final point on West Brom before we move on to the incident is if West Brom go down, sorry, when West Brom go down, can you see Allardyce staying on? Uh, no, it's the short answer. 
Um, this was, I suspect, just a short-term project to try and uh, get him promoted, uh, try and keep him up. So, so no, I don't think he'll want to manage the championship. And I don't think, as a fan, I would want him as a managing championship. Mm. I know what we've got this thing of being a yo-yo team and have done for the last 20-odd years. Um, but I think you you usually have to sort of start the clear sleep, uh, start the slate clean. There you go. Got it right eventually. Uh, once you're in championship, <laughs> look at the way Bournemouth did with Eddie um, And then surprisingly to all of us, that's actually worked. So, um no, I don't think he'll. Has say it? Worked <laughs> for a bit. <laughs> they sat the manager if we're through the season, but apart from that, it's worked perfectly well. league. <laughs> uh, about six, I think. It's uh, working. They're appointable Barnsley, and Barnsley got game in hand. Working. Just because yeah, you, so you want managers sacked when they're sixth in the league. <laughs> um. On to the big, big, big talking point of probably the weekend refereeing decisions. Um, so I'm going to describe the incident first, then I'll probably come to Wayne first before we break into argument. Um, <laughs> <laughs> disappeared. <laughs> um, Brighton had a free kick 20 yards out, 25 yards out, but pretty close to the edge of the box. Uh, Lewis Dunk asked the referee if he could take it. The referee said yes, stepped back, blew his whistle. Uh, while the ball is in mid-flight, the referee has blew his whistle again, and then the ball's hit the back of the net. Initially, Lee Mason disallowed the goal because of the se- I assume because of the second whistle. He then allowed the goal, and then went to VAR to find out he had actually blown the whistle before the ball hit in the back of the net. Um, mistakes uh, have been made. Um, Mr. Wayne, um, if you could bring yourself <laughs> back online. Um, <laughs> We'd like to know, again, we always start the referee's point of view from this one. Um, talk us through the thought process and things, if you can, please. <laughs> Let's bring back Peter. Come on, Wayne. Uh, I can unmute him. I can't unmute him. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> at, at what point is it no longer a joke? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Ode, go on. <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a mistake from refereeing it, and uh, should have been it should have been Gid, and he has to uh, live by that decision for me. Uh, but is uh, I don't know I don't know what he's like. He's just had a brain fart, hasn't he? I think that's what I think happened. so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, you can't, you can't be you can't be doing that at top level really for me as the mistake comes he's blown his whistle to say this, this situation is alright and then he's thought oh shit actually it's not yeah. for whatever reason uh, I mean it didn't look anything wrong whoa far enough back free kick alright keeper's not in position but it doesn't have to be if by all accounts Lewis Dunks asked him if I can take a quick free kick and he said yeah so it's another one of these. Is it a bit too much controversy? The same as what we've just said in my new Chelsea game. I think I think that's what he's he's going through his head. Oh, if, if this goes in, it's West Brom. Yeah. They need, they need, it, it, it can't, end of the season. Are they going to complain? This has sent them down. If it's a bit too much controversy, fucking idiots, idiots. 
Lee Mason. He's just caused his own problems by blowing that second whistle. Do you think he's made the mistake by blowing the first whistle or blowing the second one? I know the second one is obviously an issue, but do you think he should have blown the first one when he did? Is that the way the mistake he obviously At the time he blew it, he was obviously happy. Why, why would he have blown it if he weren't? Yeah. Whatever, whatever he's missed, he's just not assessed everything properly, has he? So... Yeah, I wonder if uh, Wayne's going to come back and give it, give us the alternative view on this at any point. Wayne's got, for some reason got it in his mind that we're out to get referees or something like that. I tell we take no pleasure in, t- in telling the referees made a mistake because we don't we didn't want him to make a mistake. We just want the right decision made in the first place. But it, he has made a mistake. Um, as soon as he's blown the second whistle, I think I think we're all agreement and everybody's aware. As soon as that second whistle's blown, he's then tied his own hands because he's blown yeah. before the ball so it, it, it hit the back of the net. Um, I think whatever the guy is on ref watch on Sky Sports basically said that he, he's just had a moment of lapsing concentration. And like Holmes just said, at Premier League level, you shouldn't be having lapsing. I know it's very easy to say that, but you shouldn't be having lapsing concentration like that. But you've got to consider if West Brom do get out of it, you end up with a situation where, because if they do, it's only going to be a point or two. They're not, they're not going to be well clear where, where, where an opposition team's saying that like, like lapse in concentration that's cost me £100 million next year. Mm, yeah. yeah. Lee Mason, uh, and that decision is the equivalent of being part of a. SAS save an hostage situation and hostage is coming running out and he shot hostage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, Wayne, if you can bring yourself back and we would generally like your opinion because seeing as uh, we've you know, allocated a million minutes for this. Um... <laughs> maybe he's gone. Maybe he's, maybe he's passed out behind a computer. He's very childish. Um, <laughs> it's because he's not because he don't want to get into an argument because he'll know he'll lose. That's the problem. Um, <laughs> no, okay, moving on. Uh, where are we now? internet connection issues. Wayne, why do you not want to talk about the incident? What? <laughs> Absolute dick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on because it's boring. We're going to have now. to, aren't we? <laughs> um, Manchester City, uh, twenty games on the spin. Uh, again, cut the cover behind for West West Ham. Um, they're looking amazing, Lord. I mean, in terms of winning winning games as well as playing pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> they just don't look. Like stopping with it feels like we say we say it all the time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It feels like we've always been saying it, considering start of the season they had and all. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think he's uh, he's just found he stumbled upon that uh, that that win at Chelsea and they, they've not looked back, have they? So yeah, yeah uh, it won't surprise me if they won it, won every game. Apart from against us uh, till end of season, there he'll throw his mate Bielsa a sympathy point. All right, that how you no. feel likes it. That how you feel. It was just a question, mate. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Should be no sympathy. <laughs> um, they'll probably not win every game at all, but you could see him going on to win the league very, very comfortably. And if they continue the form, they could have a very comfortable Champions League potentially. 
I just don't know why I blew that second whistle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Uh, well, this, this, we, we, we said uh, before they went on this run, when it looked like Liverpool had won three games on trot, whether they won at the time, we said if, if one team can put any sort of form mm. together, they're going to win the league. And City have put that form together, haven't they? So... There's yeah. uh, there's going to be no stopping them now. They've got the best squad. Oh, and although Pep were being facetious when he were asked why he's managed to put this run together, he were, he were right factually in what he said in that we've put this run together because we've got so many hundreds of millions of pounds to spend and yeah. they've got all these backup players for when their players get injured. Leicester have got a big injury list they're struggling to put any sort of form together because those players are at Liverpool the same uh, and others in the league Sheffield United you can look at the complete upper end have got loads of injuries that's probably why they're struggling to the extent they are I still think they'd be struggling but probably not quite as bad as they are uh, but City have got two three options in every position because of the money they spent mm. that's why this season when everybody else is suffering with injury because of the schedule Man City are managing to keep 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 rolling. <clears throat> yeah, and he's got yeah. that experience and all. I think it no, it, it were good what he said about it, and it is right uh, with the squad and money he spent. But it takes spotlight off off him and all because to keep all them players happy, mm. Uh, mm. that's a that's a. Uh, well, you say a player like Gundogan, what's not really played for a couple of years while he's been there, has become a focal point this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Guardiola deserves as much credit for that. Mm. Uh, you know, he's took some stick, hasn't he, in last mm. last year, saying, "Oh, he's a fraud for all the money he's spent and coming that far behind Liverpool and." Yeah, I dare say, man, you have spent not too much less. No, I don't I think they're, they're nowhere near them on paper. No, I, I also think in a, in a league like Premier League, which is which is quite competitive, it's unrealistic to assume that one team is going to win the league every single season just because they spent quite a bit of money. They're always going to have seasons where results don't come through, they go through bad spells, they come to it, you know, not the end of the cycle, but to a point in their cycle where they need to refresh. And I think that was the case last year. Uh, and obviously, Liverpool were just better than everybody else last year, last season as well. I think a lot was made of City last year um, unnecessarily, I and mean, it's, it's been sort of improving this year. They've come back, they've come back and just destroying everybody. Uh, Wayne, do you fancy giving an opinion on this one, or are you just going to dip out on this as well? The, we, we all predicted them to win league at start of the season, but I thought best team in there. Um, it just goes to show how much of a fluke last season worth of Liverpool. That's all. Um, <laughs> the, fluke, the, the fluke was that they didn't get any injuries. Mm. Yeah. That's 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 first 11, yeah. Sorry, I think. I thought yeah, I thought we were still we're talking. Carry on the, yeah, yeah. I, uh, we I, I mean, I, I had a train of thought. It's gone now, I'll be honest. <laughs> 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 we're still angry about that decision from Lee Mason, that's all it is. <laughs> Oh, are we not, I thought we were speaking about that soon. Are we not speaking about that? You can talk about it whenever you like, mate. Okay. No, I'll wait for it to come up in conversation. All right. I can yeah. bring it back. I'm more than happy to bring it back. 
Okay, so looking at the next uh, <laughs> one, fantasy football. Uh, no, I want to ask about West Ham first. Um, West Ham are sitting fourth, Ode. Still fourth. Um, for me, uh, Wayne sort of mentioned on Leicester that just getting Europe is, is uh, would be an achievement for them. For me, if West Ham could get into Europe, forget about Champions League, West Ham getting into Europe, that'd be an amazing season for them. Yeah, and what a coincidence when they haven't got no fans in. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, True. But no, all joking aside, they, they do look uh, solid. Uh, that, that's it, they're not spectacular, are they? Yeah, really? yeah they're just really well organised and City struggled, not struggled to beat them, but it were more diffi- more a difficult mm. test uh, than probably what anyone expected. Uh, they were the, typical Everton, David Moyes team. We have yeah. maybe a slightly bit more quiet at times. Uh, Everton, yeah. similarities. Uh, David Moyes... Uh, Probably gets an unfair rap from most people. Mm. He he did very well at Everton with no money. Yeah. At Man U, did they finish second under him? And it would deemed not good enough. Is that no? He finished that Champions League, I think. I'm not sure in that first season. Anyway, I'd have to look. But anyway, he sacked him. He got sacked the first season because it wasn't mathematically possible to finish in the top four at the time he was sacked. Fair That's enough. Why. But uh, but at the time, I think everybody sort of. That squad that Fergie managed to win the league with was poor. Mm, yeah. Uh, and I think everybody expected Manuel to just drop away that season. He went to West Ham. I, I, I know he went to Sunderland, which were, didn't go so well for him, but he did really well at West Ham last time he was here. Mm. He's come back this time and done really well. I think it gets probably an unfair rap, but he gets, he gets put in a bracket with Mark Hughes and people like that, and I don't think that's mm. necessarily fair on Moyes. He generally... generally does a decent job. I think had he been given time at Man U, they wouldn't be in the position they're in, where they're still mm. not really recovered from Fergie leaving. I think mm. they might have got a title in there at some point if they'd have stuck with him. Uh, uh, he's done a he's done a good job at West Ham. They're not going to sustain it. I don't think the no. club can sustain it because they ain't got the financial clout that the others have got up there. But like you said, if they finish in top six, seven, which is looking either like they will, yeah. uh, it's a it's a really really good season for them. Wayne, your thoughts on Moyes in general and West Ham this season? Anyone who got that job after Fergie at Man U were going to get sacked pretty quickly. It was always going to be a poison chalice getting their job after Fergie. You could never emulate what he'd done, and the fans were expecting you know glory, expecting them to carry on winning leagues. And the, the team that Fergie had in that last season wasn't good enough probably to get in Champions League, never mind win leagues. Um, so I don't think it's fair to judge him on what he did at Man U. We can judge him on what he did at Preston and uh, Everton over a period of about 16 years, I think, something like that. Um, probably a bit less. Um, but you can't really argue with the job he's done at West Ham. No, no one expected them to be... Realistic, did anyone expect West Ham to be in the top half? Didn't you have them to get relegated? Yeah, yeah I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I bet that's what West Ham fans were thinking and all like a relegation battle yeah. this season. Yeah. No, no one expected them to be in the position that they're in. So you've, you've got to sort of, you know, drop your cap to them. It's a brilliant achievement. He could lose every single game from here till end of the season and it would still be a brilliant achievement. Yeah, it would. I completely agree. Um, and I don't hold any grudges to West Ham. I, don't, I think they're what fans, the way they act are questionable at times, towards the players and towards 
the on-field stuff, and but then other times they look all right. Um, no real issues with them at all. Fair play to it for getting Europe. Um, now we can move on to Super Six Fantasy Football. Wayne Pie, if you'd like to uh, give us your opinion on why he blew the whistle twice, that'd be lovely. Yeah, I've got to say up front that uh, I forgot to do Super Six this week. So we'll just have to um, So I ended up with zero, um, which is strange because the midweek one I actually won, so I'm not happy about this. Uh, excuse uh, me, we don't mention rounds before. That never happens. Yeah, don't mention it just because it were you. I am the law. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the top of this week, Craig Holland. Well done, Craig. 20 points. Um, closely followed by oh, Brian Emsliff in second. Uh, Odin, seventh place. Joint with Nuttall. Both nine points. Uh, Alexi, it didn't go great for you, but it went better than it did for me. Two points. Some Good points. Hell, no <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's better than I did, mate. I would say Craig Holland has had a, a decent few weeks and uh, he's, out, he's only 20 points behind Alan Stevenson at top of the league now. So he's, uh, he's not doing too bad. Alan Stevenson, 311, Craig from 291. Could make for an interesting end to the season, that. Because there's no fucking competition in the fantasy football, so we need competition in at least one of these. Uh, overall for the season, so you are 11th. I am 16th. Odeo, 21st. Uh, Lexi, you've gone even further down. You're now 26. Our oh, bottom, I can I go further down? You were at bottom last I checked. You were third bottom. You're three points off the bottom. Uh, it's not It's not going great for you, mate. Uh, but yeah, uh, welcome to Craig Ollum this week. Uh, fantasy football uh, It's still an absolute bloodbath. Christopher Lowe is absolutely smashing it at the top of that league. It has been since... I think early October, uh, if I recall. I think both uh, league leaders have been there for a while, haven't they? Yeah. I, I think Alan Stevenson's been there since about November. I think it was a bit chop and change at the start, mm. uh, but they've been pretty comfortable for the last few months. Um, Lexi, 21st overall for the season. You've dropped dropped a lot there, Lexi. thought you were up in top I, 10 at one point. I had a bad week a couple of weeks ago. It's, it's, I'm just having this, I'm having the same weeks I were before, but having had that really bad week that's killed me. Uh, Odiod, 29th. Uh, Have I gone up a few? Yeah, well, it's, a few. It, it, it says You're at the minute. You, you, yeah, I think last time I checked, we didn't do one midweek because I couldn't get onto my phone. Um, but yeah, I think you were 31st or something before. Uh, but yeah. Well, then, into the 20s, mate. Yeah, dude. Um, We're all sort of around you. Uh, 30th, I'm in 31st, and Nuttall, you are in 34th. Top to um, place. And uh, as always, I'd like to mention that Carl Nuttall is bottom. We're not about abusing each week. He does a lot of such shit, and I still take the mick out of him. Sorry, Carl. Keep, keep doing some favours, mate. <laughs> so yeah, well done to uh, Alan Stevenson and Christopher Lee top of their respective leagues, well done. Superb. Thanks, Wayne. Um, thanks for taking part in some of the show tonight. We have appreciated that. Internet connection um, issues, mate. What can I say? Uh, I'm sure. Um, championship. Um, we'll give a chat about Sheffield Wednesday shockingly bringing a new manager in a minute. But we're we'll going to uh, start top of the table. Um, Norwich have gone 10 points clear of third place. Um, it was now Watford. Swansea have dropped down a little bit. 
uh, although they have a few games in hand. Um, Wayne, can you see Norwich dropping off? I assume we can't. 10 points clear is a hell of a gap with 13 games left. It'd be a shock if they dropped out of the top two, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, I can't see them dropping off, to be honest. I think they've been pretty consistent all season. Um, are they the best team in the championship? Yeah. Probably not, probably not on the day, but they've been, <laughs> they've been consistent all season. You can't leave Rigridge and being there. Um, I'd probably argue that Brentford, if you looked at the team on paper, and on the day, probably the best team in there, but no, actually got a quality team. They deserve to be where they are. Uh the only question is whether uh, Watford can keep this uh, upward trajectory. I know they lost the other day, but it's whether they can keep putting pressure on uh, Brentford or not. So that, um, I can't Brentford see. are not exactly in particularly brilliant form. No. It's, they talked uh, about it, but another one big start with the poor I think, I think second place is anybody's. Second place is anybody's. Uh, no, no, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's ours. I'll be honest. Well, no, probably, no. probably not. No. No. After right, there's, there's a number of teams that could finish second. Uh, I'll, well, we'll I'll reword it for you, Wayne. Swansea got two games now. If Swansea win their two games, then that would put them second. They'll put them second on 65 points, two points ahead of Brentford. Um, but it's interesting to see. It's, it's close end to the second place. I think Norwich are walking away with it. Um, on the day, Brentford are better than the other teams, except Norwich. Norwich, when we played Norwich, their attacking movement was very, very good. Um, but they only scored one. So. The thing is, are they going to actually make an attempt to stay up this time? That's the question, isn't it? No. No. Um, all enthusiasm only gets you so far, and that's all they had last year. Enthusiasm with a little bit of quality at times, but not enough. Well, the only thing they've got in their defence is that there's some awful teams at the bottom end of Prem. I don't think there is, actually, other than the three that are in there in Newcastle. No. Beyond that, I think they're relative. I think they're better than what you see in Championship. Brighton have improved. Yeah, exactly. Look at Brighton. Brighton are miles better than Norwich. I think they're on a par uh, with Brighton and probably Burnley. To be honest, not a prayer. Not a prayer. Talking bollocks, Wayne. (laughs) Brighton white floor with Championship. Um. Norwich, the when you compare it to last season in like in Premier League, and they had like to they've got a similar squad, haven't they? Uh, no, they don't think they lost anybody. They might have lost one or two. They would have went to Newcastle. Where are you from, Norwich? Uh, fullback. Might not come from Norwich. Can't think of his name now. Uh, well, Godfrey went, didn't he? Godfrey, Godfrey went, yeah. Um. So. They're going to need to spend some money, which I don't know if they've got. I, mean, I know they didn't spend it any last time, hardly. They, they ought to have, really. Like you said, they didn't spend it last time. They've come down, they've got parachute payments, and yeah. they're going to yeah. go up and get it again. There should be some money there to spend. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they need to invest. Um, I mean, is, is Cruel still in net for them? Yeah. yeah. The need, the need, for me, they need a new, a new keeper. How old is he now? I know. He, oh, you know. I, bet you, I bet he's not as old as what you think. I bet he's only, only early thirties. Tim Crow. Oh no, he's got, he's got, he's got to be pushing forward now. No chance. What do you think, Wayne? Are you, how old is Tim Crow? I'm going, 30, I'm going thirty-three. That's my guess. Oh, uh, cool. 
Um, yeah. 34. And you think high 30s, Ode? 37. It's 32. Fuck you, now. <laughs> he seems to have been around since the dawn of time. Yeah. I think, I think his older brother discovered fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, made his, he made his Newcastle debut in 2007. 2006, sorry. So he has been around for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, anyway, uh, he's never, he's never really. He's he's been a steady keeper, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, but keep him as backup. Go out and spend some money on a decent keeper. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, bottom of the championship. Uh, new life has been breathed into the relegation battle as Darren Moore moves down the M80 to Sheffield Wednesday from Doncaster Rovers. Um, I don't think, well, no, nobody saw this come in. There was no reports from the, from the local press. Um, it was all kept very, very hush-hush, um, as far as we can tell. Um, it's a strange one, at all because it seems quite a sensible, reasonable appointment for Sheffield Wednesday, and I'm really not used to that. It does on the face of it, but I will say I will say this. Uh, I think it were it were very much a bit like it did with Lee Bullen before we appointed Gary Monk. It was just leaving mm. it because it weren't going too badly, and then as soon as a few results started to turn, he thought, "All right, I'm going to have to fucking change this." Mm. Uh, and that's what he did when he brought Monk in. Bullen lost three on trot, and he thought, oh, "I'm going to have to do something here," and brought Monk in quite quickly. Uh, yeah, they, they said they made contact with Darren Moore on Friday. So it's not like it's it's been a long term pursuit. They've thought, yeah. you know, we've lost a few here. It lost three on trot at that point before we before we lost again at weekend. Uh, and he's thought, all right, we're going to have to do something. I mean, he's brought a Darren Moore in. I don't. I'd like to think it was sensible in the fact he's gone and got a manager who is has shown potential. He's done very well at Donny. His win percentage is good in general, anyway. Uh, high forties. Uh, over time, his managerial career, um, he's sh- he- he shown that he could progress and, and come and do well in Championship, uh, so that he's sort of taking a chance. But he has got that experience in League One in the event we go down. Which, so on that front, I'd like to think it was a sensible decision. I, knowing Chancier, I don't think he's thought that deeply into it. I, th- I think he's just picked somebody that he's interviewed. Thought, ah, yeah. It even said today, interview went well. We even laughed a few times. And I thought, well, are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I don't think he's thinking long term. I'd love to think that if he went down, it's not Darren Moore's fault. We would have to keep him and it's a project and he would have come mm. in and, and he's got good contacts and he's got quite a good reputation. I'm not sure where it comes from, actually. No. He must have done some coaching wise beforehand, but it seems to be well connected in game. So you'd like to think that if we went down, they would keep hold of Darren Moore and, and have a go at rebuilding. Uh, it's got quite a good record with loan players and that sort of thing. Um, but I, I, I feel like he'd get rid of him at the end of the season if we went down. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'll read a comment from Liam Oden, who works for the Donny Free Press, obviously a relative of Oden. Uh, in his article, he says, Darren Moore's a manager who pours over uh, minute details, who generally holds long-term plans and looks deep into the future, has joined a club lacking anything resembling sustainability. Uh, it's nailed it there, isn't it? They are quite bitter, though, Donny fan. I know he's not a Donny fan. But the, the, the only thing I'll say on that front is... 
Johnny Fanzine. I can't believe he's made this move. Look at Wednesday in 23rd in the league and we're six in League One. Why would you make that move? Blah, blah, blah. Especially with states at clubs and all that. Look at the size difference between Doncaster Rovers and Sheffield Wednesday and the potential. Don, Donny, a, 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 if they go up, it'll be a, a good achievement for them to get themselves into the championship. And nothing's guaranteed. The sixth in the league. Yeah. It's a no-lose for Darren Moore, as far as I'm concerned, because it's coming into a club with a, a terrible reputation for ownership at minute. Everybody knows it's a shit show. And tried and tested managers have come in and failed. Tony Pulis came in and won one game in 10. A bloke that can get teams out of trouble has failed to. So if Moore comes in and doesn't manage to turn it around and they let him go end of the season, I don't think his reputation will be damaged at all. Mm. And he'd probably still go and get another League One club, which is no worse than he was already doing with Donny. Arguably, they were overachieving in sixth and you probably don't fancy him to necessarily go up anyway. So I've... I've on the fit, I, I think it's a no, it's a no lose move for him. I know Donny fans will be bitter oh. about it, but yeah, Port and Johnny to start with. I mean, they are six in the league. Uh, they've actually got four games in hand over third place Hull. Yeah. Um, I think if they won the uh, two games in hand over most of the teams, I think if they win those, they would have probably got themselves fourth. Plus the games in hand over Hull would probably suggest they could with games that could get to third. The only reason you would move away from that is for a much bigger payday. The Donnie have never been big payers. They've never paid big wages. They've always get, they've always enticed people to the club with the prospect of building the career. Not not too dissimilar to you, but I think you'll probably do it a bit better um, because you actually get to championship occasionally. Um, so he suggested that he's moving away for anything other than money would be daft. Um, and and I disagree with that. I disagree with that. If he keeps us up, he's he's, he's on to a winner, isn't he? Yeah. I don't think he's just fine. He will be getting more money, don't get me wrong, but if he can manage to turn that round with his reputation, or go like that, because tried and tested managers have not managed to do it. Yeah, but by the time the end of season comes round, if he does keep us up, he'll also have the opportunity to build his own squad. Mm-hmm. So well, there'll be if you, if you exactly just it, that, that's the point though it's a, it's an opportunity mm. and if not it's no worse than what it were because he's in League One with a club and, and a much bigger budget than what he were at before yeah I, I get I get the Donny fans up, being upset as as rather in, in previous years we've been there where Wednesday have took our best players or took a player and things like that. Um, and you're you're in a better position back then than you are now, so I understand the the frustration from Donny fans' point of view. But again, reading the stuff from the Donny press today is that that is, that is Donny's plan to bring in somebody like Darren Moore and to help him improve the club, which he's done. But then at some point in the future, he's going to move on to bigger things. I bigger think the issue for the issue for them is where he's gone. Yeah. Uh, it was a bit like uh, a, f- a few years back, uh, we signed Winall from Barnsley, were their top scorer. Mm. We'd also put a bid in for Hooraham, which was the same as what the Villa put in. And because of the outcry and the the, the reaction of the Barnsley fans to Winall coming to us, they ended up rejecting our bid, but accepting Villa's even though it was the same amount because they didn't want him to come to Wednesday. 
been the biggest club in the Yorkshire. Uh, you're going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> so you could have had Hurraham, but you got Winall instead. Yeah, no, I didn't. Well, no. well the, 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 at the they reckon both will come in at the time. Yeah, yeah. obviously they put a stop to Hurraham coming. Mm. I think they, I think they were considering a package deal at the time because of the way they played, and probably tell by the way they both played since it was probably right they were a package deal. Um, not to not to just Hurrahan's career, but it, he was a lot more effective at Barnsley when he had Winnell on end of deliveries. Um, I yeah, don't think he was doing for yourself, to be fair. No, he was very good for Villa. <laughs> he, he was one of the driving forces behind their, prom- what, what, their promotions. I'm a bit surprised he's gone out on loan this season and all. Uh, yeah. I know they brought him Barkley, but you thought that he'd have made up bench. At least. It, it, it's, it's got a really good goal against us for Swansea our place a really really good finish um, I rate Hurahan quite highly but, but I, think, I think that's what Donny fans big issue is it's where yeah. it's I, I, I'm joking when I said the biggest club in Yorkshire were, were the second biggest though. I'll let you have that one we are the most decorated though so for that reason people don't like us hmm is that the reason they don't like you? Mm, that, that's, well, that's one term of point. It's decorated. <laughs> <laughs> um, from the we're looking on that, looking from the outside world, um, are you which camp you in? Donny fans side where it's a very very strange decision for more, or can you see why he's gone to Sheffield Wednesday versus Donny? hundred percent, I can see why he's uh, why he's gone. Um, like Nuttall said, the, the you you. You're in a no-lose situation going into a club. I mean, like we've spoke about it before, uh, it reminds me a bit of Chilino when, when, when anyone came into a job with him, mm. he were like, "Why wouldn't you?" When you, you like said, your reputation, don't matter how it goes, your reputation ain't gonna be affected. It, it can only go up. Yeah. He can only build on what he's what he's got now. It's not going to be tarnished. I don't think in any way whether the, whether Wednesday go down on or or not. The, obviously, if he does keep him up, then his uh, his stock's going to go up. Uh, but he's not going to lose any. Uh, but yeah, I mean, reading Al Liam's uh, post earlier, it's uh, it, it's it stinks a bit of. Uh, when we appointed Paul Eckingbottom and Barnsley were going mad about it and and in end he ended up just being short term when really yeah. he, he he were only when the, when we appointed him they only said they said it needs to be long term and we got mm-hmm. to do it uh, after not long at all really so but that's uh, the key to this. I agree. It's got to be long term. They can't yeah. just game out in the season and hope it, it saves us because it's a fucking waste of time if they do that. What do What do you think Wednesday need, Wayne? Do they need a rocket up the backsides? Or Darren Moore seems like a really nice guy who's the arm round the shoulder type manager. I might be wrong, but that's how it seems. Do you think that's what Wednesday need in the short term? In the long term, it, obviously, it's, that's it's a different question. But in the short term, to stay up, is it? Do they just need to rock up their arse, or do they need to cuddle and say, "Yeah, you are brilliant"? I don't think in modern football that rock it up the arse actually works as well as people think it does. Anyone? I think football's changed to move away from that. I think with the sort of players we've got at the moment, you need to sort of reassure them. It's like having a 
an insecure teenage girl. You've got to reassure them that they're amazing, they're awesome, and that's how they that's how they come out of the shells and actually fucking perform. Madeline's yeah. not a teenage anymore, Wayne. She she is actually she's just turned eighteen. <laughs> um, that's the point. You you need you, you can't. The days of you know hair treatment are long gone in football. There are a couple mm. of those cat managers left, but they're extremely few and far between. And the the niche in the market, and you've got to have a certain type of individual playing for them, which isn't representative of the vast majority of players these days. You've got to sit down with people with the likes of Adam Reach and Jordan Rose and go, look, you two are quality players mm. who can do it at this level. I, you know, I've got faith in you. This is how I want you to play. Go out and show everyone that you can do it. Now, when it gets to the end of the season and we ditch, you know, at least eighty percent of us deadwood, it's only a madman would keep them on again. Um, it's, it might change. You might go to a different philosophy. But with a team we've got at the moment, that's the only approach you can take. And I suspect that's the approach that Thompson's been taking. Mm. Um, and I, I agree with that. They're so work. mentally fragile that going and giving him a bollocking would just make it even worse. If you shouted at Juice Van Aken, he would become a missing person. <laughs> he is a missing person. You, you, you would find him on Viaduct at Tinsley. Because he, he's, he's that... Ever since that mistake that, uh, against Sheffield United four years ago, where he let Duffy in... It's just, it's been awful. I mean, he, that was debut, and he were awful before that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but South Yorkshire Derby, Wednesday night, live on Sky, for everybody to uh, uh, watch. Uh, I'm not going to say enjoy, because I'm pretty sure nobody will enjoy it. Just for those watching right now, if you're thinking, oh, South Yorkshire Derby, I might tune in. Mm. Don't. It will be no. awful. It will be the worst <laughs> game of football you see all season. Don't do it, you're wasting your life. Yeah, Rotherham have lost five in a row. Wednesday have lost, uh, have won one of the last five, one of the last six, lost the other five. The only game you won one against Wickham. Um, it's got all the makings of an absolutely terrible game of football. I have no idea why Sky have picked up I will say, I will, I will say the, the problems at Wednesday run deeper than the manager, as we've discussed before. Yeah. I do feel like they're playing as though they've not got paid again. Yeah, that's another reason why it's a bit, a, bit, a, bit, a bit strange that Darren Moore's taking over. But again, for Darren Moore, he's going to a team that aren't being paid. Well, that's difficult to motivate. I just don't understand the financial situation because we paid no. the reckon uh, significant fee for management team. Yeah, six figure fee, isn't it? Well, they said a high six figure fee, right. so they're talking nearly a million pounds for him. If I'm if I'm Donny, I'm wanting that up front. Well, that's it. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't. What what is his financial situation? I've got some money or not? I don't know. But that's the only thing I will say. And Darren for, for Darren Moore, it's going to be difficult for him in that mm. you've got to motivate a team that's not even getting paid, and that's not going to be easy. It's almost impossible, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. You will we be tuning in, Lord, on Wednesday? Um, I might do. You've not really sold it to me, though. I'll be honest. No. Um, but now it's. Uh... <laughs> We can no, say this, that we're not supposed to buy Sky. There's probably other games on. Watch them. There's definitely the games on. It's, it's not worth it, mate, honestly. Your time, I say this to everybody, your time is too precious. If you're not a Rotherham on Wednesday fan, your time's too precious to waste it watching that game. Just don't yeah. do it. Oh, I'm not bothered. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I can suggest, because it does normally happen, is if you want to turn over about 85th, 86th minute, there's probably mm. going to be a couple of goals. Not uh, your place. No, they usually. Oh, that was New York. 
it has happened. I mean, didn't Fletcher get that last-minute penalty a few years back? Yeah, yeah. but if you go back even further, we've had more late goals at your than you have. You've had, well, I'm, I'm had not three late goals. Score, I'm not suggesting we're going to score. I'm just saying there might be some. Don't do the first 85 minutes. Don't. I like, yeah. I like football too much to tell people to watch that game. <laughs> too much respect for our listeners. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a big game. Um, before we move on, it, the team that loses must all win. The team that oh, loses on Wednesday, are, are they as good as relegated? If we lose, we're good, as good as relegated. Uh, if you all lose, possibly not, because you've still got that extra game, haven't you? Two um, games out of Birmingham, yeah. Yeah, so I, 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 if we lose, yes. If you all lose, it's not great, but uh, I wouldn't necessarily write you off just yet. I'll give you another week or so before we all start planning trips to Cambridge. All I'll say is it's for like there is 13, 14 games left. Uh, Fifteen mm. for other uh, It's quite a long time, really. I know. I know we're getting towards business end, but mm. plenty of time for somebody to turn it around. Uh, people are always quite reactionary in football now, saying that's it, we're done. That's it, we're done. And then mm. you get a winner. Oh, we're gonna fucking stay up at half time on Saturday, Wednesday, we're at relegation zone. <laughs> at the end of the game, we were six points adrift. So. In six games' time, if we're still six points adrift, I'll say fucking hell, mm-hmm. it might be done. But it's there's still a long way to go yet. But I think our fans that, that sorry, our, our fans are now some of our fans are minority calling for Warren to be sacked. Bearing in mind, six games ago they thought it were the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah, that's that's just I mean, football. Social okay. media has done that to football. Social media has done it. It whips it whips up a frenzy these days. Yeah. How many people over the age of twenty one want Warren sacked? Uh, not many. We did a poll on the Rotherham podcast of about 600 people that voted. There was like 10% that voted for worn out. So it, it is it is a very small amount of people, but they are the vocal minority, as they are at most clubs. I voted in that, like say, and I voted worn out to try and shit there. <laughs> well, there you go. So it's even less than that. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Odin. Yeah. Well, oh, there's the neutral. You want to cast your prediction? Um, I, I were going draw uh, before this appointment, but you just see it, don't you? You can just see it now. More yeah. appointed, and Wednesday, Wednesday, Nick a late winner. I hope, I hope it's not the case, but uh, yeah, uh, it's just, it's just written all over it now, isn't it? Yeah, Hopefully. I'm not gonna lie. I would, I was disappointed to find out you. Uh, Finally appointed an after decent manager three days before we play or two days before we play. That's a concern for me. But we shall see. Um, that's all I've got. Anybody got anything else you want to mention before we? Um, no, we've asked time, time wise ridiculously long considering we only talked about about four topics. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't weigh in on one of them. So, do you have one point to make before we go? Like, obviously, you watched uh, your game against Reading the other day. What do you think to the left back? Is it Richards? Uh, for the Reading. Did, didn't know. So they, they, they were poor. I yeah. know we were fucking dreadful, but they were poor. All I've asked is because he's just signed a, a pre-contract agreement with Bayern Munich. Um, oh. So uh, I was, uh, he's, he's highly rated. I can't say I've seen him play. I don't know too much of him. Uh, mm. It's Omar Richards, isn't it? He's just signed a pre-contract agreement with Bayern. I just wonder if he stood out at all. None of their players stood out. None of our players stood out. It was a terrible game of football. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've and been that's been kind. 
Reading youngster and all, where are they all coming from all of a sudden at Reading? You, you never mm. like, hear a Reading youth products going on and doing well, do you? Yeah. No. Uh, was that, so, that um, Elise or whatever it's called? Is that, is that him? No, it's, uh, I think he's called Omar Richards. He's a left back. No, the one Elise is. Elise is, though, yeah. Yeah, I, think, I can't remember. I can't remember exactly. It's just, he keeps popping up his name. He yeah. did it somewhere, and no, I can't, I can't remember exactly. But, they, yeah. they want if they don't go, Zhao won't stay. They'll obviously get that. Like, this one's on its way. They'll get rid of another couple, and then they'll be nowhere again next year, Eddie. Um, mm. Well, probably they got that Swift um, and all, haven't they? That's uh, he's been injured for a while, though, hasn't he? Oh, is he? He didn't play on Saturday anyway. Mm. Um, cool. Right. Thank you all for listening. Oh, we have gone along again, but that's what happens. Um, thank you. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get it. Um, click on the color of the monkey on YouTube if you're always on YouTube. If not, just click subscribe because you know I think you should. Um, we'll be back next week in theory at the same time, but again, depending on availability, we will certainly attempt it at the same time. Um, Odin, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. It's been brilliant. Natal, it's nice to have you back. Lovely to be here. And when you're a disappointment to me, Ode, Nuttall, your mum, your dad, brothers, just disappointment. Stop fingering the monkey. Click the monkey. Click the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys, and we'll see you all very, very soon. <laughs>